and welcome to History Obscura. Today you're going to hear a very special story in the words of the one who lived it. First, let me talk to you a little about the class. That is, the cult formed in 1974 by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, which was not, in fact, named Heaven's Gate, but the class. Active until 1997, members of the class referred to themselves as students. The leaders, Applewhite and Nettles, were called Doe and T, respectively, out of reverence for the musical scales sung by Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. This is how Applewhite described the importance of his mission to lead the class. Two thousand years ago, a crew of members of the Kingdom of Heaven, who are responsible for nurturing gardens, determined that a percentage of the human plants of the present civilization of this garden, Earth, had developed enough that some of those bodies might be ready to be used as containers for soul deposits. Upon instruction, a member of the Kingdom of Heaven then left behind his body in that next level, similar to putting it in a closet like a suit of clothes that doesn't need to be worn for a while. He came to Earth and moved into an adult human body, or vehicle, that had been prepped for this particular task. The body that was chosen was called Jesus. The member of the Kingdom of Heaven who was instructed to incarnate into that body did so at his father's, or older member's, instruction. The sole task that was given to this member from the Kingdom of Heaven was to offer the way leading to membership into the Kingdom of Heaven to those who recognized him for who he was and chose to follow him. Our mission is exactly the same. I am in the same position to today's society as was the one that was in Jesus then. My being here now is actually a continuation of that last task as was promised to those who were students 2,000 years ago. In the 1990s, the class went online, publishing their doctrine and warning messages such as Last Chance to Advance Beyond Human on a website that would forever be correlated with them by the name Heaven's Gate. For those of us over the age of 30, we can remember a few details about the group and its exhilaration at the appearance of the Hale-Bopp comet in the night sky, a phenomenon that surpassed existing records by remaining visible to the naked eye for 18 months most of which took place in 1997. It was on a spaceship, hidden in the tail of Hale-Bopp, that the class first believed they would hitch a ride to their home in heaven. This was not a completely unprecedented move on the part of the class, as founders Applewhite and Nettles, as well as their members, were heavily influenced by the sci-fi world. In fact, Applewhite believed himself to be the reincarnation of the same alien being who came to Earth originally as Jesus, as he mentioned before. Nettles, therefore, was the earthly incarnation of God. By 1997, Nettles had died of cancer, which she had opted not to have treated. 
leaving Applewhite to lead his 38 followers alone. They moved into a mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California, and in March of that year, the lone leader published a video entitled Doe's Last Exit. In that video, Applewhite explained that it was time for the chosen few to leave their earthly vehicles and catch a ride on the spaceship following along Hale Bop. Dressed identically in sweatpants, black t-shirts, black and white Nikes, and armbands that said, Heaven's Gate Away Team, Applewhite and the class committed mass suicide in shifts between March 22nd and March 26th. First, they mixed a fatal dose of the drug phenobarbital into pudding and applesauce, then ate the spiked food, washing it down with vodka. The final step was to affix plastic bags around their heads. Once one shift of suicides was complete, the remaining members removed the plastic bags, arranged their friends neatly on their own beds, and covered the heads and torsos with a square of purple cloth. The final two to die were the only members found with bags still on their heads and no purple cloth covering their faces. When police entered the cult's shared home on March 26th, they found 39 dead bodies. On the Heaven's Gate website, a red alert banner had been added to the top, and Earth exit statements had been published on behalf of the entire class, as well as by three specific students. This is one of those exit statements. Why we must leave at this time. Have you tried to cross the border into Mexico or take even an intrastate plane trip on short notice with only carry-on luggage lately? Have you tried to cash a check without proper ID or an existing account or buy a car and pay cash for it? Probably not. Most people use credit cards, aren't cautious in giving personal information to government or authority figures, and live according to a normal pattern of behavior. How did these things become normal? Not that long ago, banking institutions were suspect, individual privacy was expected, government was a tool of the populace, and God was sought after and looked to, not institutions. Now, to step outside the routine is to become a deviant, a suspected drug dealer, or even a terrorist. Someone to be kept under scrutiny, you have unlimited freedom if you use your credit card, if you pay a percentage to the government, if you aren't too religious, if you, if you... We live in a world of platitudes and shallow lives. If you search your soul, if you have a soul, you know you are miserable, overburdened, unsatisfied, leading a purposeless life, waiting to die. Either that, or you're just playing out a routine, living for the next indulgence seeking a greater buzz or stimulus that will further mute whatever conscious or understanding you might once have had. You have accepted being trapped with no hope of escape and either rationalize that existence or become numb to it, living out some fantasy. Either you never knew life or you have already died. Some are fighting the more obvious shackles, having seen through this or that conspiracy or global plot whether it be government or corporate experimentation on their own citizens, 
e.g. reports of DDT testing in the 50s, Tuskegee syphilis in the 70s, genetics on inner-city babies in the 90s, etc. Or misdirected blame to cover mistakes or hidden agendas, as voiced by various patriot militia groups. But they are still only seeing the most obvious deceptions. They, too, still cling to values and lies that were instilled by the enemies of their creator long ago. Family, sexuality, independence, etc. The details of which can be found in our record, Heaven's Gate, for those who seek truth and its full realization. Life. Why must we leave now? We can no longer live and function here by the standards of our Father's house. You have forgotten your true creator. You either identify with your temporal flesh rather than see it as just a container that could be filled with his mind or spirit, or choose to draw in the mind of his enemy and proclaim yourselves gods or part of a cosmic consciousness, rather than tackle the difficult birth pangs of literal overcoming of the human condition. Even the so-called Christians and Jews choose to follow ritual, country club religion, or some fantasy savior that would enrich their current human existence by just believing in him, rather than face up to the literal overcoming that is necessary for transition. I'm afraid that even those born again aren't bearing the mind that we would identify of as our father's house. You turn a blind eye to why you were created in the first place. This is not to put you down, but a reminder of what you could become and could become a part of. Your permissiveness of his enemy has made our continued existence here impossible. For to stay here, we would have to become more as you, human plants, rather than better prepared to dwell in his kingdom. We would have to choose death rather than life. Why I want to leave at this time. A number of less personal reasons can be found in why we must leave at this time. My more intimate reasons for wanting to leave at this time come not from any sense of hopelessness or despair, as one might suspect. Quite the contrary, it is a profoundly joyous time for me, the fulfillment of everything I have always hoped for, to dwell in the Creator's house and be called by Him a son. My father you all know of. The last time we were here, nearly 2,000 years ago, he astounded you with knowledge of the reality of his father's house and what it took to be born into it. You didn't understand, and the task was too difficult for most, so you turned it into a religion, Christianity. I don't know how I was so fortunate. Maybe I was less into the world than some others, or just happened to be in the right place at the right time and knew a good thing when I saw it. I don't even know when that first encounter was. It doesn't matter. But I grew to love this individual, his father, and his family with all that I am. All I wanted to do was be close to them, to be a part of them. Some of you will have enough sense to recognize them as members of the Kingdom of God, bearing the same message they have always brought, translated at whatever level you could apply it, spoon-feeding those of us who could take the nourishment they had to offer. This visit both my father and grandfather came, working closely with us in an extended classroom for over 20 years. When my grandfather's vehicle finally gave out, it was a real wake-up call for me, 
the realization that my teachers may not be able to teach me all I needed to know and apply before their vehicles gave out from the intolerable conditions here. The nearly 12 years since that event have been very accelerated ones, not only for us, but for the planet as well. As more and more of the facade of this place is stripped away, as lies are laid bare, and the truth comes to light. Many times, Doe, the name my father goes by this time around, would struggle to keep his vehicle going, just to give us more time. Just to give more of you more time. You have no idea how badly he just wanted to return home to the heavens, to his older member's house. How hard it was for him to find any motivation to stay here even one more day, much less eleven and three-quarter more years. It would have been perfectly okay with T, the name of my grandfather, for him to go. The heavens know how much effort he has exerted for your sakes and how poorly you responded, how quickly you dismissed what you only superficially knew. Well, his efforts more than paid off as far as I'm concerned. And as the comet Hale-Bopp brings closure to this visitation, perhaps even this civilization, I am so filled with joy. Not only for myself and my classmates, but with the pride that only a son can have for his father, who has pulled off a next-level miracle that any of us made it out of this world alive. These last few days, we have been touring areas that were significant to T and Doe's awakening, and allowing individuals in the class to re-examine if there's anything that might hold any attraction for any individual. What we found was that these things that hold the interest of humans, and which once even did the same for our vehicles, now seem such a waste of time. Everything of this world has been offered us, and I can honestly say, thanks, but no thanks. My lord is sufficient by himself, though he would point to his father, and so on up the line. There may be some of you who will read this and not just judge by appearance, but recognize the possibility that what we have done is true, just as we have expressed it. Some could even be accelerated by our exit, even as we were accelerated by T's, and use this opportunity to join us. If so, we will be watching and waiting to assist for as long as we can. Good luck. Srodi, March 18th, 1997 Thank you for joining me. Good night.